Hi everyone, the Complex PTSD Guy here. Uh, today's episode is titled Engaging with Your Perpetrator. I was reading about Complex PTSD today and read something that really s- stuck with me. I wanted to share it today and a personal story that happened yesterday that relates to my complex PTSD. I want to start out by saying that I'm not a doctor or a psychologist. I'm just a guy living with complex PTSD, and I'm sharing my own experiences. I was reading about complex PTSD on Wikipedia. I'm not going to say my opinion about Wikipedia, if it's correct or not, scholarly or not. Um, I'm not here to judge Wikipedia. I don't know who writes it, but I will say everything I read on there today about complex PTSD was extremely relatable. It was almost like reading my biography. The part that I want to share is related to adults who were who were affected as children. So adults with complex PTSD. I'm going to read a paragraph directly from the site and then get to my point. The point being how we relate to our perpetrators and how this affects us. So if you go to Wikipedia and type in complex PTSD and scroll down to where it says adults, I'm just going to read a paragraph and then one key point. It says, adults with CPTSD have sometimes experienced prolonged interpersonal traumatization. Interpersonal is a key word there. Beginning in childhood, rather than, or as well as, in adulthood. These early injuries interrupt the development of a robust sense of self and of others. Because physical and emotional pain or neglect was often inflicted by attachment figures such as caregivers or older siblings, parents, basically. These individuals may develop a sense that they are fundamentally flawed and that others cannot be relied upon. This can become a pervasive way of relating to others in adult life, and that's what I'm going to get to later of what happened yesterday. This is described as insecure attachment. This symptom is neither included in the diagnosis of dissociative disorder nor in that of PTSD in the current DSM-5, 2013. Individuals with complex PTSD also demonstrate lasting personality disturbances with a significant risk of re-victimization. So the key thing, and if you scroll down a little more um, that I wanted to add in this, um, it says varied changes in perception of the perpetrators. This is something that can happen for someone experience in areas of complex PTSD. Varied changes in perception of your perpetrator, such as a preoccupation with the relationship with the perpetrator, including a preoccupation with revenge, an unrealistic attribution of total power to a perpetrator, though the individual's assessment may be more realistic than the clinician's. Idealization or paradoxical gratitude a sense of a special or supernatural relation with a perpetrator, an acceptance of a perpetrator's belief system or rationalizations. Scary stuff. Um, So one reason I mention this is because I, I currently do engage with both of my perpetrators. I did not engage with them for two whole years, from 2017 to 2019. But things changed, and now I do. A lot of it related to a death. I think a lot of it stems from my inability to routinely be able to take care of myself. That's one reason I engage with my perpetrators. Because as an adult, I'm not always able to take care of myself financially. And because the long-term effect caused me to question my own worldview for too long. Um, 
I bring this up because one of the key things I struggle with is interpersonal relationships. That is like the, the big thing. I've mentioned this before, but yesterday I ended I ended a personal relationship I was trying to build with somebody. Basically, we were like dating. It was the same as always, though. My communication isn't coherent to them, and then the person in my the person and they don't understand what I'm saying. I don't know how to engage. Basically, I am solely. I feel like I am solely a physical person in my relationships. Basically, what I'm saying is intimate. That's all I can master is physical intimacy. Personal engagement and dating is simply impossible. The long-term effects of this lead to the usual withdrawal, and that's just what I did. I couldn't bear the stress of trying to continue the relationship because it was boggling my mind, and I ended it. I've now blocked the person's phone number, so that way there's no engagement. They knew I was struggling and said that they didn't want to see me struggle, so it it ended. I felt extremely liberated after blocking their number, almost like the fog from my mind had gone, and I could just move forward. My purpose for this podcast is to sort of be a lab mouse for my own experiences so others can relate to them. Rather than read an article written by a doctor, I'm trying to be a spoken diary here. My engagement with you, the listeners, is one of my only forms of personal engagement that I can actually accomplish. I also wanted to mention something that I noticed this past weekend. I've mentioned how I expanded my viewpoint by watching a sports fishing show to get my mind in a different place and get out of the toxic mental loop that leads to drinking alcohol. Well, I tried watching other fishing shows and they were not nearly as good as the sports fishing show, which comes on the Discovery Channel on Saturdays at 5.30 a.m. The other shows were either way too fast, they showed too many images too fast, they were too loud, and they sometimes were just boring and didn't hold my interest. I personally highly recommend the show that's on Saturdays at 5.30 a.m. on Discovery, and that's 5.30 a.m. Central Time. It's just called Sports Fishing. It's an extremely calm show. It also has a a narrator who has a very calm voice. The music is very low-key, and they show the fish underwater in slow motion. This is all really good for a person with any form of PTSD to watch this stuff. Like my counselor said in one of my past podcast interviews, Fish are very beautiful, and they are great as a pet for people who have PTSD. They're very calming. That is most of what I want to share today. This is the Complex PTSD Guy signing off.